Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. We're brought to you by Extent Technologies. Um, so I we will not have a podcast on Thursday. I won't be here. And yesterday, as I was on the phone with Anthony, I got very excited, and I went like on the like on the phone. I went ooh, and Lima's like what? And I went, "There's a Waco documentary coming out tomorrow." No, it was, it was today's the twenty first. There's a Waco documentary coming out on Wednesday. Last day of the week for me. I'm watching it when I get home. And Lima's like, man, you love that bleep. Because I love, I, I'm so interested in cults. I am so interested in. What's it on? What service is it on? It's on, it's on Netflix. Because I love the Waco stuff. Hell yeah. Well, you don't love the Waco stuff, but you, you know, you, you like to. Speak for yourself. You enjoy the, the how do you put it? You're interested yeah. in learning about it. How do you get to that level? How do you get to we are gonna we are gonna be in this building and you are gonna have a siege on us now? Like how does it get to that level? And and over the years, because I remember we were kids when Waco happened. Now you guys are five years older than me, but I was a small child when Waco happened, and it was like, how is this man? How is he doing this? And then you're like, well, the federal government, you see, like as the years go by, things kind of change with all this. Mm-hmm. We had the first Waco, there was a made-for-TV movie, and it was filmed in Mounds, Oklahoma. Wow. And it was the dad from The Wonder Years. I think I watched it. I remember that. Wow. And Timothy Daly was David Koresh, the guy from Wings. Okay. Yeah. And Which is the picture they keep showing on the internet when talking about this Waco documentary. <laughs> and it's funny because people are thinking that's really David Koresh. No. And it's like, no, it's actually an actor that portrayed David Koresh in a made-for-TV movie that was filmed in Mounds, Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> um, Go ahead, Tom. I am fascinated by the psychology of of everything in life. That's almost, almost yeah. more so. I almost wish it, at times I would have gone to school for it, which would have been worthless to me, but still would have been interesting. For cultism? about no, just the psychology of of vulnerable people. Oh. Why there? Why there is this this zest for for people to be taken over to like be sub- a sociology type to, of yeah thing. well yeah. to be subservient to anybody yes. so much so that they're willing to believe and they want to believe and they have a total buy-in that they could be told what to do and of course drugs alcohol and a lot of other other things you know come into play that 
that make it easier for people to do, you know, for the, for those who do the bidding for other people. But I, I just, I know that people get annoyed and things get overstated on the internet. Like you watch cable news, you're in a cult. You voted for this politician, you're in a cult. Okay, we, we get too far astray on that stuff. But there is no doubt it's a lot of the same tendencies that, and and hey, it, 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 in in some ways, rooting for a college football team or an NFL team, and it's called like behavior. You, you're you're in a cult. You're in a type of cult. There are different types of cults. Oh. Certainly, some are more impactful than others, Sports and cult. the stakes are higher. We, we've all seen the documentaries. I mean, you yeah. look at what happened with with Bobby Knight, right? And you saw the fallout from that. You saw the um, not season on the brink, the thirty for thirty on Bobby mm-hmm. Knight. It's like, how does a school let it get that bad? It's a cult. Yeah. It's and you have your leader, and you feel trapped. Yeah, you feel trapped that you can do nothing else than to continue going down the road that you're always going down because you can't envision a world where it's anything else. And we yes. are doing this in every level. They're they're vulnerable people in every level, and we are all we're all vulnerable to certain things. There are certain people that we all gravitate towards that we believe in more than others. We were talking about Bill Maher the other day. I find myself agreeing with Bill Maher on more things politically than anybody else. So mm-hmm. I am in now mm-hmm. in the cult of Bill Maher. And there is probably the chance, and I disagree with Bill Maher on things. That Bill and Maher I, could get you to But that he, he could get, and, and the fact is I might have already done it. Oh. But that, I, that if Bill Maher says something, almost as a test, like I'm going to see how far these people will walk with me. That if on Friday's Real Time with Bill Maher, that he has this crazy opinion on something, that I'll give him more of the benefit of the doubt than I will if it was Jordan Peterson or Alex Jones or Joe Rogan or whoever, whoever, uh, any of the people My that are out there, guy. Lex Friedman, the My Pillow guy, Donald Trump, any of these guys, any anybody that's out there, no matter how how crazy you think some people are, or no matter how responsible you think they are, that you will always give certain people in your life. It's why you give your family at times mm-hmm. the benefit of the doubt. Like you will do things. For a family member that you think is despicable more than if it were the next door neighbor. And if the next door neighbor did it, you're calling the cops. But if it's your if it's your relative God knows my wife and I have done things that I would feel despicable with my neighbor. Yes. Yes, of course. So that's why I'm in, in into that stuff. I'm into the cults to some extent because you're always wondering, going, how is it that you get from just a guy who's out trying to spread a message? How do you take it to the next level where you're willing to either kill for that guy, whether you're willing to live a, a totally different life, uh, agents of chaos can mm-hmm. sway you in that life. That stuff is always amazing to me because we're all, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at my baby every day, seven months, and I'm like, this could go a thousand different Your ways. Your family's the first cult. <laughs> I mean, no one wants to believe, we like we did this with, um, okay, like Jimmy DeMora was found guilty mm-hmm. of a lot of bad things. And you heard about the um, <clears throat> the service workers. No, no, that's not a good term for it because that, no. Um, the uh, friends of the road that were at his house mm-hmm. and yeah. all that stuff. And his family wrote letters. No one wants to believe that their family members did things mm-hmm. that weren't good. Mm-hmm. And no one wants to believe that their father uh, would do those. So that's the first cult you're kind of in is we have to at some point accept that our parents are, are fallible people and are not perfect. But we don't want to. I told you, and one day I'll tell you more about it, but I told you at, at my grandfather's funeral on my mom's side, and a man I hated, and to this day still hate, and I don't really talk to that side of the family because of 
what they were willing to overlook because of that. And it still bothers me. And I sat there and had, at his funeral, had to sit there and watch these people, to me, make idiot my family members, blood relatives, to me, make idiots of themselves, speaking nice words over a man who I know, and they know, wasn't. Mm. That's a cult, brother. Mm. And I had to sit there and be quiet about it because my mom was sitting right next to me, and I didn't want to embarrass her. It wasn't my place to do so. And so that's the first time I've ever said that on, on this, but th- it's true. So I, I've always been very interested in, which, by the way, my mother, very susceptible to cults. I cannot believe she was never in a cult. My mom was <laughs> what, definitely What podcast would she have listened to today? I, I, I mean, she, if there was a Waco, I'm surprised, if there was a Waco here, I'm mm. sure she would have, uh, Branch Davidians, I mean, that, that would have been, she was open to it. Um, cause my mom, she, she started to follow one televangelist, mm-hmm. uh, kind of closely. And my dad was like, you okay over there? Like, not like she was like stalking the televangelist, but you're a little bit too in on this televangelist here. You know what I mean? And, uh, and no, this televangelist is different. She's a woman. Oh, okay. Mom. All right. So, um, mom was definitely open to cults. Um, I'm so interested in them. I, I would say that my most interesting cult would be... I can't believe we haven't seen anything on Kirtland, by the way. That's something. We haven't seen anything. Mm-hmm. like There hasn't been like a documentary there. Because I think they'd make a documentary on just about anything. Anything, anymore. yeah. Um, it's gotten to the point now where anytime something like big happens, I go, You're already that's like, going to be a hell of a Netflix documentary. That'll be either on Hulu, that'll uh-huh, be on something. Uh-huh. But um, Wild Wild Country, I thought, was was really Which uh, one is interesting. That? That's the one where they all take they take over that town in Oregon. Yes. And one of the best ones. Oh yeah. The woman the woman still the, the woman who poisoned the town. Yes. She lives in where she lives, Sweden or something now? Think so. Yeah. It was a big deal. And the guy was like a guru. And in they by the way, documentary now, one of the best series ever. I never saw it. Oh uh, and Haish hosts it. So you got you got documentary now with which is um who are the Owen Wilson's Fred Armisen and Fred Armisen yeah they get and Anne Bill Hayes Hader goes. yeah Bill Hader and Hayes does every intro oh yeah yeah they have they have one of uh, Greg Gardens they have a spoof of Greg Gardens which is actually kind of spooky at the end yeah. of it it's actually kind of scary that one I'm not ugh. I love that one the best one to me there's a bowling one and the three bowlers are Tim Robinson. Yes. So I think you should leave. <laughs> I um, gotta watch it. Bobby Moynihan. Yep. And uh the guy that played Dexter. Yes. Yes. And it was amazing. You would like documentary yeah, now. I gotta I gotta write it. You down. would like documentary now. It's very good. It's an IFC um, thing. It says it's still to the present, but they only have three seasons. No, they there there's a new season coming out. Really? It might have just started. Oh, I didn't know but, that. Yeah, because a couple of those like Fred Armisen's been on the podcast circuit now. Oh, Okay, you didn't like Sandy Passage, Owen? No, and it might have just been I was in watching it at the wrong time, like not in the right okay. mental space for it. The one, okay, the one they did with drones, but it was supposed to, it was, was a vice. Yeah. It was, there is one spot, Lima, you will laugh your ass clean off. And Jack Black's in it, and yes. I'm telling you right now, you it's just because Jack Black, they cut the Jack Black, he's like, drones, and it's just... You will cry laughing. I was dying laughing. I know Owen had to be laughing yes. too. Um, of all the like, um, I think Manson family stuff. Obviously, I'm pretty interested in. 
That is um, just... That, and that's why I was surprised it took you so long to get to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Well, I was surprised about the ending, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Tell you that, kind of well, the, ended that yeah, way. I remember the guy that got the def- the guy that wrote the definitive. He spent twenty years of his life, I think, on the the Manson murders and ended up going on Rogan. And right. That's how that's how I was like. This guy devoted his whole life to writing about this. So he has like the definitive story on it, and I I mean that it's as fascinating as it gets. Mm-hmm. It just is. Mm-hmm. It just is amazing mm-hmm. that people were doing this. And a lot of it had to do with the time and the things that were going on in the time and political and yep. uh, some of the unrest that was happening in society, which was fraying at the time. And you I've had, got a, go uh, I've got a 40 minute one here on YouTube right now. I'll send you a link. It's about that famous uh, wide receiver that's coming out of college, Jeffrey Lundgren and the <laughs> Kurt Lund- Colt murder. Is it there? I will send you a link. Okay. Yeah, yeah, please do. What what platform is it on? YouTube. Okay. Uh, I haven't watched it uh, yet. Well, because I, I just I'm always fascinated by just what drives people to do what they do for these cults. Um, obviously right. Jim Jones is the saddest. I mean, that's yeah, oh, yeah. Just, right. that's heartbreaking. Um, that one's outrageous. But like, what drives people to say this is for me? And then you, like, what drives them to stay there? Because there has to be a part of independent thinking for a lot of people going, this is not good. I mean, the the, the self-castration that goes on mm. with the whole thing when Waco, like, no, I'm sorry. You're out, aren't you? Aren't you out on that? But but you believe things. Um, I told you the Heaven's Gate story. Mm. Uh, my buddy's dad, who was a painter and uh, was co- was originally contracted to paint that house they were in. Which was and, where? And did not do it. Over in, out in California mm-hmm. at the Heaven's Gate cult. And then, uh, what was it, a year later, they found him. Um, that just always, it just blows my mind the, the how one person takes in a group of people, is able to bogart the power, bogart the thinking, get get grown individuals to believe, get, get their... Oh. Get their Get their families to be in with them, and then just Sashi Brown. It's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> it's un- it's unbelievable to me. Unbelievable. And the whole science behind it is fascinating. <laughs> yes. It really is. Um, I guess I'll have to watch now. Well, I mean, you don't have, if you don't. Some we're all interested in different things. Like, oh, it's, if you're I not mean, interested in Waco. No, no, I am interested in it. I've told you documentaries. I think we're getting a little fast and loose with what. I, uh, you With know our definition they're... of compelling, like anything that's happened in the yeah. news in the last 30 years, we're making it a documentary. And it's like, ah, there's somewhere... was it that interesting? There's somewhere they're trying. There, there's like three episodes and you're going, man, you're really yeah. stretching this to get three episodes here. As a person who's had to do four hour shows mm-hmm. every day for a long time, I know when you're stretching a segment. And you're stretching this. I'm, I'm doing this with the the kids that were robbing all of Hollywood and Paris Hilton's place. When I haven't watched it yet, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I, I was like, all right, this is a good story. I remember when this was happening that these these millionaires living in the hills were getting their places robbed because they were starting to post on social media where they were, and the people are like, all right, and they were leaving their doors open because they're idiots. And then I'm like, why are we on episode three of this? This could have been twenty minutes. Yeah, right. Why? Yeah. Why every episode's an hour? What are we doing? Uh, hotel. What was it? Hotel Cecil? I stayed away based three, on too many people. Three effing episodes, and basically it, it, the poor girl was not on her medication, yeah. and that was it. Yeah. And I'm going really. 
It was the first time. It was a, that was the first one I, I remember it so well because that was the first one I was ever mad mm-hmm. at the end of the documentary. <laughs> I went into Don't Bleep with Cats thinking it was going to suck and it was outstanding. That was good. So that was a surprise. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of them that are really good, but then there's some you get into them and like, man, this ain't that great. Like there's a, they've tried a couple, like there's a few Italian ones and I'm like, eh, we're out, we're out. Sorry. But, um, I'm looking forward to tomorrow after, uh, I, you've, you've given me a good, uh, sale job. You know, you haven't seen it. No, I'm just, I, well, I mean anything there's, there's plenty of good, Stuff. Oh, good God. Ruby Ridge. Mm-hmm. Ruby Ridge and everything that went on. Owen, Ruby Ridge. I've seen a couple great ones. There's mm-hmm. a there's a recent one, and there's a made-for-TV one that you can see pieced together. It was like a three-night event on CBS back in the 80s, like right after it happened. And it is, uh, who's the crazy guy from Independence Day and from Major League? Cold and, bl- oh, no. Uh, he's the fan in, in Major League. Oh, uh, Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid is the dad in it. Oh, it's amazing. What makes Ruby Ridge so compelling is their original thought process ain't good. Racism is not Mm. good. But at the same time, the federal government just coming onto your land and basically taking over isn't very good either. You understand what I'm saying? So you get into this spot. Not a fan of eminent domain, Ken? This this thing, well, it's, it's just... Do two wrongs make a right? Like, a person is allowed to believe what they want to believe as long as they're not yeah. harming people. And I can think that person's a goofball mm. and stay away from I'd it. I'd actually be interested in seeing them talk to some of the people out protesting because, you know, the government's taking over the land. And yeah, but the people they protesting might, I don't like, well, you know? But that's what I want to know their thought process of because they're protesting for a for a right, for you know. Yeah. But at the same time, they're supporting people that were in the in the people doing it are are in the wash yeah and you don't like that right and it's like well i can't like if, if the government comes onto your property and just wants to harass you that's not good but at the same time i'm going this is not good thinking this is deplorable here you can't no you can't support mm-hmm. this type of thing so you you do if you if you watch like pbs is a very good uh, expose on ruby ridge you do go through a little bit of a personal because they, they, the daughter has talked about it. Right. And the daughter has said, you know, I don't think those things, but we were raised that way with her with, with her parents and stuff like that. And she goes into detail. And you, you feel, here's a woman who's made it out, and she was a child, and, and there, is, there is confliction. <laughs> it's compelling stuff. Um, anyway, we have the, uh, the, re- the attendance numbers. This is a hell of a turn. This, uh, this, this was supported. Remember when... Zach Jackson came on and did a 25-minute rant. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. On the downfall of high school sports and everything that's going yeah, on in high school. Zach was upset. He was very upset. And then I saw these numbers yesterday. They were posted frequently on our show thread. Mm-hmm. So the basketball tournament, congratulations once again to all the boys teams that went down to Dayton. And we're victorious in one state championships. And uh, also, we can't forget about Lutheran West, who finished runner-up. But so we had five teams down there. Yeah. State attendance the last two years at Dayton versus the last two years it was in Columbus. And the numbers are a stark contrast, Kenny. Because these last two years, it was, on average, basically 4,900 a game, 5,500 a game. Uh, total 60,000, 66,000. 21 and 22. Mm-hmm. And the two years prior in Columbus, 76,000 and 105,000. So these numbers are dipping precipitously. And now we have to ask the question why? Because I'll tell you what all my friends want the reason to be and what they want the answer to be that are coaches up here in Northeast Ohio. Because let's face it, for those that don't really follow high school sports, or whatever. Yes, the, the cities go down, the towns go down when your team is in a state right. championship. But it's also coaches from around the state. It's administrators from around the state. Yeah. It's it's those kind of people are are a lot of the ones that just kind of go to this every year. And then, you know, depending on who the teams are, depending on what cities are involved. And small towns tend to travel. You know, the whole towns come. But, you know, we're talking the smaller games, Division three, Division four, sometimes don't have the following. Then there's private versus public. Right. That's a big deal, too. We'll get into that in a second. So I, let's try to... Let's try to come together and figure out the reasons. Because I can tell you all my buddies are hoping that it's the venue. The venue meaning it's in Dayton. It's not in well, Columbus. Well, I can see that that's another hour, hour 15 onto the trip. Now, right? closer for people in Cincinnati. Right. People in Dayton, obviously. You know, it's going to be closer to them. And Columbus, you know, instead of having it in Columbus, now they got to go to Dayton, which is not that far from Columbus. But before you didn't have to travel. Well, and at even all. it's you know the Toledo area because you can was it sixty five or whatever you can kind of jet down mm-hmm. that way too. But mm-hmm. I do, I mean I don't know if you told me if at some point your daughter makes it to the state tournament, yeah. and we're still doing this show and we're yeah. still you know and you go she's going to the state tournament she's the starting point guard and it's in Columbus I go, okay. We'll make the trip down. Maybe you guys will come with me? Yeah. If it's in Dayton. You're not coming. Not coming. There's Dayton's no, kind of a pain it, from it's, here. It's further, no doubt. It's not centrally located. You it's know, better than Cincinnati. How far is Dayton from here? It's closer than, it's about Cincinnati. Because it's, you hit 70 and then you hit mm. whatever the the outer belt is there. And then it's, it's three another hours, hour. So it's another hour. Yeah. Yeah. I so, mean, okay, so what do we think man. this is? Because maybe uh, I'll, I'm putting words in Zach's mouth. Maybe Zach would contend that attendance is. that, right, State? No, it's at, it's, oh, it's, UD. it's, it's on the campus. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Great, and, beautiful. And by gym. the way, better yeah. venue for, yeah. in terms of right. smaller. Yeah. Like, uh, right. you got to be honest, nationwide, not nationwide, uh, Value City, you know, it's, 
It's a big venue to have high school sports, and it's not LeBron anymore. It's not Jared Sullinger. Well, and that's when they fill up the entire so they place. Moved, they moved wrestling from Dayton to Value City, but they're also mm. doing D one, D two, D three, and the girls all at the same time. Right. Mm. So you're filling that up more because you've got 250 schools. You know, sure. And there are people that go now. Not the whole city doesn't go, but. You know, yeah, the people so associated with the program. Everybody, and wrestling yeah. in general, everybody right. goes. Right. I mean, that community, Right. going back to what we had talked about at the start of this podcast, but the, the wrestling community is a little more hardcore. Okay, so I, Zach had said that just attendance is down in high school. It's just, it's just down. The prices have gone up. For basketball. Everything. Well, you have that thing where you can't get Everything. people to take money, and you well, can't the do problem cash is, anymore, yeah. so people get pissed off about it's that. Most of, most of your... Just regular season conference game football games are mm. after your fee. It's eight seventy three a ticket now because they're all online. They're on yeah. an app now. And the OHSAA any playoff game is now starts off at ten to twelve bucks. Okay, plus the processing. Now they've also there have been some changes. They used to play the championship games on Saturday. It used to be sacrilegious to do anything on Sunday, right. and that has changed. That is that is starting to change. Yeah. But but what do you think it is, Ken? I'm interested to hear you because well, I saw I'm, a I'm lot of people. Well, I saw that that's people in the reactions are saying private schools, AAU basketball, because yeah. these these teams, it's not like the kids are right from that well, I town noticed, necessarily. I noticed in the 105,000 in 2018, I do think after the the pandemic here, there's people who just don't go to games anymore because they can just watch at home and whatever. And I think some people, they – had a break of of high school sports and that was the end of it. I I think that wow. Right, I do think that right That's now sad. it is sad. Um, high school sports. You know, I'm not as fatalistic about it as as Zach is, but I do think that high school sports is going through a transition where it was a town thing, and that's why you know, like okay, I'm from Stark County. If you're not from Maslin, you get annoyed by Maslin, but I will defend Maslin. Anybody who's from Perry is going to hear me and get really mad at me, but I'm going to do this. It's really cool that a community comes out and supports it the way that you would you would oh you would want every school yeah, to be supported up stands every the night. way that they're yes the way they are supported by their community that puts a lot of pressure on their coaching staffs. And if Nate Moore wasn't as successful as he was, they'd run him out of town on a rail. But they get a lot of support there. For their football. Now, I'm not sure about their other sports, but I always know that, you know, when I was there, when I was a kid, you know, Matt Kramer, who's the head coach at uh, Central Catholic, now basketball, he was always under uh, pressure. And I know that their baseball program was under pressure, too. They, they care about sports at Maslin. So I imagine it's the same way. But maybe football's taken over because, you know, you got a great big indoor mm-hmm. facility and all that stuff. But I'm just looking at the teams here. And I think that some people say the, the – the, um, the private school might be a little bit true. I, I think that some of it is that people stop going to games. But, like, I look at some of the, okay, 10,347. St. V's is a big deal because they're nationally known. Okay. And they're playing Lex. Now, Lexington. Oh, yeah. That's going <laughs> to. Lyman knows this. Owen isn't from the area. I mean, you're talking, Lexington is one of the biggest basketball s- s- towns. It's been going for 40 years. In the state. Yeah. They are obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. They do. I mean, football's football, but they care about basketball. They had a guy named Jamie Fike 
I think it's Jamie Fike is his name who played there. I think he won the state title in 90 or 91. And it's it's like them and um where's Jerry Lucas from? Middletown? Uh, I think, think right? Middletown. Okay. Like there's there's a few towns in Ohio that they are basketball. They mm. don't care as much about football. Middletown's one of them which my buddy Jared Ronay, his or Ronay his uh his dad was the coach there at Middletown for a long time, and Jerry Lucas would just like those are legendary names. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. And then uh, Lexington's one of them. Well, you got Lexington in a state in a state semifinal game. You're gonna have a lot of people there. The mm-hmm. whole town shuts down. And is gonna go watch that guy, that high school basketball team play. So you get ten thousand there. Lorraine, remember it's a big school. There's only one now in Lorraine, so that's that's gonna attract some people. Solon's a big school. That's gonna attract some people. You're paying playing Pick Central, and that. It, and that a mm-hmm. that's a that's a big public school, is it not? Huge. Okay. Yeah. So you got those teams, um, and then you go over to where it was in 2022, and now Gilmore Academy and St. V's. Gilmore Academy is a small school, is it not? Yeah. That's yeah, a kids, and and you have a spread out area that you don't have a, a very passionate. And I'm I'm not killing. I mean, you do have a passionate people. You don't have a big passionate mm-hmm. uh, fan base there. I mean, there's people who that just go to high school football games in their area just because they live in town. You know, that's what they do. And and I think that you lose some of that. So, but I also think that hey, you know, you're on a college campus where there's not as much to do. From what I've heard, right there, you don't have the bars and walking exactly, distance. Right where there, you do have the bars and walking distance when you go to Columbus, and you don't have the restaurants and walking distance and mm-hmm. things like that. So, and it's not as centrally located. And I do think that when when Zach talks about the attendance issues in high school sports, I think it's not Man, just football; it's basketball I, too. I look at these these games, and they 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 would put two games in the one session, but they would get twelve thousand, and you'd have Moeller. Talked about Akron St. Vincent St. Mary, mm-hmm. Olentangy Liberty, Lakewood St. Ed's. And St. Ed's, even though they're private, uh, St. Ed's has a cachet to them. West side of Cleveland. Like, right. there, there's no doubt those are big matchups. And you look this year, they went from 12,000 to, I mean, one pair, the, the Pick Central and Centerville, you knew that would get good attendance. I got the biggest of the weekend, and that was 8,500. But in the other semis, Toledo, St. John's, and Hoban. They're just not, they're just not going to draw. And Toledo St. John's proud basketball program and everything, it's not going to be the same as when you have an entire community. If it was mm-hmm. like you, you see in one of these, it's it's um, uh, Rocky River, uh, but Lutheran West. The difference between if it was Rocky River High School, right. you're getting the whole Rocky River community right. yep. and some of the Bay Village and some of the Fairview, it's pouring on in. But if it's Lutheran West... You're just not. You're just not going to get that go there. Yeah, you're and just book, getting the families that go Bookdale's there. Bookdale's a city school. Yeah. So how many people from the neighborhood uh-huh. are going down to see Bookdale play? You, I mean, you you, yeah. you don't when you're in a larger city, you don't get as many so people really, from the neighborhood going down to see them. I think what we are getting at is perfect storm. It's it's first of all all Cleveland schools and Akron schools, and it's down in Dayton. That yeah. that didn't bode well for Dayton. I'm sure drive. sure Dayton wasn't happy when they saw the regional champions. I'm sure they were like, "Oh man!" In one in one game, it was Cleveland versus Akron, and it's in Dayton, so that's not good. Second of all, post COVID attendance drops, fees, all that stuff adds up. Third, private school versus public. Public is always going to bring more than private; it just is. And so, how do we fix this, or does it even need to be fixed? 
is the next question. What do you do to go fix it without running into a major problem where you mess it up? You so, got to think about how you mess it up first so before do, you go fixing it. Do we need to have different champions in private versus public? I hate that. I hate it. But you know, every team that loses every year, every pri- and I just every public school a- that loses every year to a private school says this is unfair. I don't think it matters anymore. Ken McKinley and Maslin. I mean, good, good, come on. Maslin getting players from outside their area. Let's let's get real about this, okay? We're, we're, we don't need to do this anymore. All right, there are teams that just are better, and eventually it's going to happen for Maslin, and eventually it's mm. going to happen for a couple other. Menner got close. You got a big student body. I don't think we need to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't. I, I want to ask. That sounds like basket. I want to ask maybe overnight if the submissions are good. Tweet at us if you think there's a solution, and you think you you know that there's one thing they could change. It changes because. These are anemic numbers. These are very sad for a state championship. I mean, the whole thing used to be you're in Columbus. The whole state turns out for for state. And look, it wasn't going to be LeBron every year. And when LeBron was down there, they sold out the place. Okay, it looked like it looked like NBA crowds. Okay, that's not going to happen. And when Jared Sullinger was there, it was it was the whole the city of Columbus was there, and all Ohio State fans were there. Like that made sense. It's not going to be like that every year, you know. And it's 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 tough to truly have a kid. Plus. I mean, a lot of the best kids in the state, they go play at prep schools now around the country. They go elsewhere. I mean, you've seen that, you know, count, countless times now. So I don't know that it'll ever be the way it used to be. But if you think there's a way to fix it, tweet at us. I hate it when I tweet We'll see if we need to talk about this on the show. immediately because then I get really upset. I what do you mean? Because it feels like I'm tweeting at this guy and, I, and like I'm dunking on him and I'm not. What's, what kind of conversation are you having there, Kenny? I'm, I'm going to ask, is there a way to fix this? Yeah. And if so, oh, that's the wrong one. <laughs> um, that was a Rick Pitino thread. Um, bu- 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 okay, Jeffrey Lundgren. Okay, <laughs> and Martin M- R- RPI. Okay, is is there a way to fix this? If if so, let's see. If so, this is how to get to the heart of the matter here. Right, vehemently in there. Oh, vehemently, and spell it right. There's no in the replies. I'm getting annoyed with the Twitter trends, so we'll get to that. We'll address that. If it needs addressing tomorrow, we'll address it on uh, Kenny's last day of the week. The sports trending topics on Twitter, or the just in general trending, like the Cleveland Browns are trending. On uh, is that just for me? If I was in Wichita, does it say Cleveland Browns are trending? No, it's just. I think this is total BS. What's trending? Yeah, Cleveland Browns are trending. Yeah, it's because you've clicked on Browns. I see or been indictment watch too trending. Many. Well, I see, I see Baron Trump trending. So we're just all being given. Is different... that kid still under eighteen? I don't want to hear anything uh, else. Isn't he seven feet doing three? That. Well, I don't give a damn. I ain't talking about underage kids. Oh, he's seventeen today. Then ha- happy birthday, happy young man. Happy birthday. That's he's almost six, seven. I he's hate six foot seven. Congratulations to him. I hated that. I hated that. You say you think about what you want about your politics, mm. and Lima, you and I both know where you and I stand on things. Like, mm-hmm. don't come on. Come well, on. that was the original Chelsea Get the kid out of it. before social media. Even Leave Chelsea Chelsea Clinton, Clinton, out of Clinton it. was that was the epitome of people uh, going after her looks, and then obviously Obama's kids. I watched Chelsea Clinton uh, give a speech at the Student Union at the University of Akron. How did nice. it go? She was great. She was very. She's very soft spoken. Yes, but yes she, she is wonderful. She was wonderful. Somewhere there's a picture of us somewhere, but I don't I don't have it. You have a picture with her? I think so. Whoa. My ex-girlfriend. My ex-girlfriend from You ready to lose half your listeners, Kenny? It's a per, it's a daughter of a president. Post it I'm, tomorrow. 
Post it tomorrow. You'll lose half your audience. I have a picture with her I, father. I am... Post it tomorrow. We were at Fantasies on 5th. You'll get... I... <laughs> <laughs> okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t